Welcome to Street Smart Business Leaders Powered by Clout. I'm Michelle CEO of Clout, a national public relations and marketing communications firm headquartered in Chicago. Our agency is dedicated to uncovering insights and cultural trends to help business leaders better understand today's consumer. We also invite some of the best minds in business to come on our show to share their insight and experiences. So if you're interested in becoming a guest on our show, stick around to the end of this podcast and I'll tell you how to become one. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Michelle Ellis. I'm CEO of Clout uh, Public Relations out of Chicago. Uh, and thank you uh, for joining me today, Lori, uh, for our podcast, which is Street Smart Business Leaders. Um, and so, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, welcome Lori Zach. Yeah. Uh, she is the founder and president of Launch X, which is a very, very cool name and a very cool concept that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, but uh, Lori, thank you for, for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Michonne. So let's let's start uh, let's start in the beginning, way way back when. So let's uh, so tell me a little bit about your background, where you're from. Um, I, I read that you're a long time entrepreneur. So talk about you know some of the things that you were involved in and uh, and um, how you arrived at where you are now. Yeah, gosh, uh, I I grew up a little bit all over the place, like Texas, Carolinas. Uh, Went to school in Boston, but moved around a bit. I was in Chicago for a little while. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and gosh, I know when I was in high school, I had so much creativity, passion, drive, wanted to take on the world. And adults would always say, oh, you'll do great things someday. You know, when you have a degree, some experience. Right, someday. right. Um, and yeah, I know I, I was the type that would have different kind of like entrepreneurial things all the time growing up. Uh, whether that be just, you know, selling some drawstring bags to my my peers in elementary school or um, my brother and I making grind plates. Yeah, we were little rollerbladers in oh, middle wow. school. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, or, or just other random things growing up. I didn't even know what the word entrepreneur was. Yeah, uh, just, same here. You know, same was here. a little bit yeah. of a hustler, right? Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, I buckled down though. Like I, I took that advice. I buckled down, got my fancy degrees, got out to the real world, if you will. Uh, and remember, <laughs> what's that? Where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to MIT undergraduate and okay. then uh, Harvard Business School. Um, you know, cheated on MIT up the river. <laughs> and you know, I remember though, you know, getting out to the real world, being being asked to take initiative on projects, creatively problem solve, make decisions without that like perfect information of homework. And like, it's, it's very different, right? Like, oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, we, we learn one way in school like this, that there's this perfect answer to questions that'll be asked of us. And then once we get projects that work, it's like, oh my gosh, this is. Yeah. yeah. Is I cool. always say you, you, in school, you learn theory. In, in the real world, you you put it into practice and it all goes out the window and it's more, you know, adjusting on the fly and, and, and dealing with uh, uncertainty and, and rolling with it, you know? Yeah. And, and that like adjusting on the fly and rolling with it, that, that is exactly what entrepreneurship is in a nutshell, oh, yeah. right? Oh, uh, so it was, it was years later after business school. And, and one thing I loved about business school is that, you know, the case study method was this very, all right, here's, here's a case, here's this, you know, protagonist mm -hmm. now say what they should do, you know, 
and and half the class would say, oh, we're going to, we think they should do A. Other half would say, we think they should do B. Right. And at the end, the instructor would, wouldn't say what they should do. It's like end of class. But that was kind of cool because all, <laughs> all these smart people would, would choose very different paths. But to me, that was really comforting because I was like, well, you know, if all these smart people say different things, then that, that actually gives me a lot of comfort to potentially go into entrepreneurship because before really? that it was this very, okay, there's one right answer. But that was, that was telling me, well, there's multiple right answers. Sure. And over time, you would kind of see that, well, okay, this one person in class, they give a little bit more of this like social impact perspective, or this person gives a little bit more of this like capitalist perspective. And honestly, that's, that's kind of what you can hope for in life and for your company, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Is to have this kind of like alignment of decisions and perspectives. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, that's, that's all I really need to do as an entrepreneur is figure out what my kind of alignment of decisions is going to be. Right. And, so, is and it safe to to say, so is it safe to say that you've always wanted to be an entrepreneur or were you hitting down a different career path and then there was some event um, or something, some opportunity that let you down the entrepreneurial path? I find that there's usually something because we're all taught to, hey, you you go to college, you, you you graduate and you go get a good job and you stay at that company forever, you know, and that is just not the case anymore. But I find with most entrepreneurs, there is something that, that said, you know, push them down the road of, you know, I'm going to write my own ticket. Yeah. Um, so I, out of undergrad, I went and worked for GE and yeah, totally expected to do the, all right, this, this GE leadership program, this one, like work my way up to be, you know, a, a CEO of a, of a company. Uh, but at some point I sat back and reflected and, and asked myself, well, well, why? <laughs> like, why is that the, yeah. the path? Yeah. Um, and I did engineering undergrad um, before then, then doing my MBA and I mean, I, I really loved the problem-solving aspect. And when I, when I sat back and asked myself why I really wanted to be that, that CEO, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, it wasn't about being this like head honcho, the top person. It was, it was really about being that problem solver and, and solving the big problems. And, yeah. you know, the image I had of a CEO is very different than, than what they actually are. I wanted to, you know, whiteboard and have smart people around me and, and do cool things. So as I sat back and, and really analyzed what I wanted to do versus right. what the job was, that kind of led me down a different path. And I ended up doing management consulting for a while, which I loved. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and and then and then starting a company. So I think um, I think that's that's really what I encourage a lot of my students to do is to you know do that start with why the Simon Sinek approach. Absolutely, <laughs> both, both for their companies and for themselves. Yeah, yeah. And so when you decided, okay, I'm going to plant my own flag. What was that like? Was it scary? Were you were you second guessing yourself? Like, what what was that like? Um, oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely is scary. It's, it's all of the crazy morale ups and downs of starting a company. Uh, and I I think a lot of people assume that there's going to be that kind of light bulb moment of like, oh my gosh, this is, this is what I was like meant to do. Ah." Um, and, (laughs) and I mean, no, like the the clouds didn't part. It it wasn't this like eureka moment in in a bathtub or anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) but 
it was something that, um, you know, I like was sitting over, over brunch with a friend one day and just chatting through some different kind of frustrations and, and everything. And, um, you know, there were a few different things that we talked through and as, as it was something that's like, okay, yeah, like that, that was a frustration growing up and, and it is something that, you know, wish there was a better way about this and Hmm, like, do I have the resources and capacity and everything? And like started, started charting a few things out. And, you know, it, it wasn't until over the course of like the first month or two of like toying with the concept that it really started to like snowball a little bit until it's like, all right, like might be onto something here. This, this might, this might be something that I can't ignore. Right. Uh, and I, I think a lot of successful companies are that way. Mm-hmm. That it starts with this just little bitty kernel, sure. and then as you as you start toying with it more and more, it grows a bit. And I mean, whether that is like a, a Facebook or Google or any of these companies, I mean, gosh, yeah. they, they start toying with something in a in a dorm room. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I I started toying with this on the side of being a management consultant, so a seriously oh, wow. yeah. time demanding job. Mm-hmm. The entire first year of running this was on the side of being a management consultant. So anybody out there that says that they don't have time, you say you don't have time to start a company. Just remember, I was working a job that is like one of the most time demanding jobs. (laughs) You you find time for things that matter to you. (laughs) And so, so let's, let's talk about launch X. I love, love the concept. I wish something like this was around when I was in high school. So Tell us about the, tell us about the, the business and, and what you're doing. And, um, you know, this is street smart. So I want to talk a little bit about how do you go to market and promote this and that kind of thing. But, but tell me about the business. Yeah. So LaunchX is an entrepreneurship program for high school students, uh, entrepreneurship summer program specifically. And we bring students together from around the U S and world each summer to start real companies. Uh, and, yeah, it's it's really been amazing to see the growth in these students uh, throughout the program. And I mean, they, they come into the program a lot of times having already started to push themselves outside of their comfort zone. So these aren't just like the resume builder type of students. Oh, like okay. they're already like tinkering around in their basement with, you know, whether that's 3D printers or coding or starting mini nonprofits or, you know, whatever different type of like entrepreneurial spark they might have that they've been pushing themselves outside of their comfort zone and giving them their resources and instruction and mentorship and those like-minded peers and community uh, to to really start something real. And it's been amazing to see um, a lot of the companies continuing past the program some of them even um, raising funding, getting significant revenues. We've had okay. team go wow. on Shark Tank wow. before, <laughs> uh, but I know to me it's less about the startups themselves than that like entrepreneurial growth of the students. Right, uh, seeing them go from that early on kind of oh like what do you think of the idea? Like kind of seeking that external validation to towards the end just having that confidence, uh, self assertion with their, yeah. their yeah yeah. I mean, similar to how I said I, I went through business school, going from that, you know, uncertainty about my decision making towards the end, being like, "All right, no, I, There's I got this. I can do this." Sure. <laughs> so, tell me about the type of kids that are in the program. You mentioned they, they're they're go getters, but what else about them? Are you 
is this, and you said from around the world. So, so tell me, tell me a little bit more about, about, about the kids. Yeah, gosh. Um, they're, uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, around the world. So let's see this last summer, I think it was, um, probably around like 30 ish countries and like between 20 and 25 states represented as well. Wow. Um, was that the goal when you started to have it be this global thing or were you thinking, Hey, let's set something up and give, you know, kids who are interested in opportunity. Did you envision it being like this global thing? Yeah. I mean, we, we do really want to be able to make that kind of global impact. And then it's, it's also always been our goal to have it be financially accessible. So we do offer financial need based scholarships that. Uh, yeah. so yeah. that, um, students are, are able to attend regardless of financial background. Um, we're also at, I think it's just over 40% female. So um, Great. That's hope, hoping to get that to 50%. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. And let's see here. I'm trying to think of some of the other demographic mm-hmm. indicators of it. Um, and, and mostly uh, the businesses that you see come through there, are they mostly tech uh, inspired businesses, or you mentioned uh, nonprofits, which I'm a big fan of. Um, what what type of businesses are they they uh, that are coming through the door? The concepts that are coming through the door. Yeah, they they really run the the whole gamut of different um, industry types, as well as um, like product service sure. application type of companies. Um, let's see here. So. As far as different types of industries, I mean, everything from, I mean, we even always have a few that are like health and wellness, energy, lifestyle, um, education tends to be a big one. Um, And gosh, let's see here. Um, uh, Business services. There's always a number of business services. Across the board. Yeah, it, like it's it's really it's really across the board. Mm-hmm. And then um always, you know, a decent number, about like twenty-ish percent tend to be like products, mm-hmm. um, some services in there, platforms, a few applications, like okay. convenience apps kind of things. So like really across everything. Wow. And the reason I ask that is because as you know, as entrepreneurs, we we try to find uh, that gap in the marketplace that, you know that, uh, you know, there's a need that's not being met or we can build a better mousetrap. You know what I mean? And so uh, when you think about these kids and what they're trying to do, are they, do you feel, I I guess you walk through the doors, are you in, in, when you're working with them, are you inspired because they're, they're, you know, thinking about solutions to, to everyday problems or even big problems uh, that, that the everyday consumer might need or, 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 um, might want. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I'm continually inspired because I think it like, it runs the whole gamut, right? Like sometimes they're, um, on like the, like larger scale kind of problems that are, um, really trying to take on some things like, um, figuring out how we can, really try to tackle like world hunger, but doing it in a way that is still approachable and, you know, it feels so lofty. Works as a, as a company. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it is still on a like consumer convenience day to day of, 
of things that are a little bit more like say time management. And sometimes it's, you know, business services, things like how do we make companies more operationally efficient? Uh, So it it really runs the gamut of things that, I mean, they, they identify real problems in the world that run from like global to uh, infrastructural to, you know, our, our day-to-day problems. And like, it's, it's really inspiring to see and especially inspiring to see how well they've done it in the last couple of years. Sure. Uh, because I know there can be a tendency for some companies to, to, I don't know, be like, I like kind of short sighted in the last couple yeah. of years yeah. to, to say like, okay, you know, how do we, you know, find things that are just specific to the here and now with the pandemic. Uh, and I, I think what I've been really encouraged by is how they've looked at it and said, okay, what are the trends that are, both short and long-term. So, you know, whether it be remote work, uh, what aspects of remote work are going to be here for the long-term and how is, you know, internet of things uh, growing because so many people are working from home or, you know, consumer convenience, you know, so many people are trying to have a certain amount of convenience in the home. Sure. And and so like, I, I think they've done a really great job at, identifying what aspects of things are here to stay because of the pandemic and, uh, and figuring out how to be able to optimize from that. Uh, so I think that's also been really encouraging that they've been like really astute at, at looking at the trends and not just saying, okay, like masks or <laughs> things like that. Right. 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 No, I, I love that. So, so why do you think of, I, I get it, but I'd love to hear you talk about it is why do you think a program like this is needed uh, and so important and, you know, at such a young age? Why do, why do you think something like this is why, why is LaunchX needed? Yeah, um, gosh, I think, well, a, a couple of reasons. I think high school students are just at that perfect critical age to be to, to be creating companies to, to yeah. um, I mean, they 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 have this, you know, like they've been raised with the latest technologies, uh, and and yet haven't haven't yet built in so many of those like I call it the I should have known better effect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like you already know me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It's like once once we get to this certain age, we're like I don't know, almost af- afraid of of doing certain things wrong, right? Yeah, like absolutely, almost like oh my gosh, like industry will judge me or people will judge me if I don't do things the status quo way. Yeah, like kind of at this perfect age to be able to innovate and you know yeah yeah exactly so I just I I love that they are able to to just start things and take initiative and just fearlessly create Mm -hmm. Uh, but they're also uh, instilling this entrepreneurial mindset early Mm -hmm. is is so valuable because if you if you think of you know how the the growth curve of these students will look as our future leaders, whether they do become entrepreneurs or not. Like the, they're, they're going to be ahead of the curve sure. <laughs> by instilling this adaptability and resourcefulness and all of those, those mindset components that we mentioned early on yep. that you, you know, it was, it was so much more difficult for those of us that learned that there was run, one right answer to questions that would be given to us. That's a very good point. And so the fact that they're learning early, this kind of real world skill uh, means that they're going to 
be able to adapt so much more quickly. They're going to be able to hit the ground running. They're going to be able to become those, those leaders of industry and be able to make real change. Yeah. I agree with you on that. I, you know, yeah, I talked to other entrepreneurs and we all say, boy, you know, wish we would have started a lot earlier than, than we did, you know, and, and yeah, I wouldn't change my, my course. I got, I got some great corporate experience at the McDonald's corporation and then went off on my own. But had I started years earlier, who knows, you know? And so I love the fact that uh, a program like this is, it's encouraging kids to, to, to go for it, you know, and, and follow, you know, your idea, believe in your idea and, and make it a reality. And I think that that skill set will serve them uh, for a lifetime. So I absolutely love it. So, so how do kids find out about it? How, how, do, we, how, do, we, how do we find out about the, the program? And is it every um, summer? Is it two sessions, one session a summer? Uh, uh, so the program is every summer. Uh, and so uh-huh. we, uh, prior to the last couple of years, the program was held on university campuses. Okay. Uh, and the last couple of years, it was held uh, virtually online. And so mm-hmm. this coming summer, we will be running both the campus program and the virtual online program. So students cool. will have both of those options to be able to choose from since mm-hmm. uh, since the world is a little bit in an, a, a chaotic yeah. state. Uh, so I we understand that, that there will be a um, <laughs> variety of comfort levels as well as travel abilities of folks mm-hmm. uh, in the coming year. And then as far as uh, how folks might be able to learn about it, uh, we have the website launchx.com that mm-hmm. folks can go to. Awesome. Awesome. And it's, and you said it earlier, you do have uh, assistance for those who, who may not be well off financially uh, to participate in the program. So maybe I missed that on the site. So uh, are you across, is it, it's just not at, it's, uh, it's beyond MIT, right? It's at different college campuses across the country or, or is it a program that uh, Lontex is being sold into different locations? Yeah, so we'll have a couple of uh, university locations this coming summer that we'll okay. be announcing announcing in the next month. Okay, so you can't give me something. I'm just kidding. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. Don't worry. <laughs> but no, this is, this is fantastic stuff. I uh, absolutely love this concept and will certainly follow you uh, because I, I think it's so worthwhile. Um, and anything that I can do to support, please don't don't hesitate to call. Um, this has been fantastic learning about your company. Uh, so what would you say to um, uh, entrepreneurs that are, that are looking to get something off the ground, uh, an idea off the ground? And many of them, again, have full-time jobs. Uh, what would you say to them, um, the folks that will end up watching our, our conversation? I mean, honestly, the biggest piece of advice I can give is just to get started. Uh, like, I think the biggest hurdle that so many of us have is waiting until we feel like the idea is crystallized or perfect, or we're just waiting for something. We're waiting for the right time. We're waiting for, oh, some perfect resource to help us. Or we put some mental barriers or hurdles or something on ourselves, but just starting and and figuring out, starting mapping out like, what all, what all do we need? What, like, whether it's, okay, you know, my initial market research or reaching out to XYZ, just start putting together that list and then like 
start crossing things off, but figure out what is the first critical path item, second critical path item. And a lot of times we hold off on doing the, the harder things, but those are more important. Don't start with things like naming it or the logo or other stuff. That stuff doesn't matter. <laughs> I agree with you. I figure agree. out what, what are the things that do matter and, and get, get started with those. Yeah. But yeah. Just getting, getting start, like honestly getting started at all is the most important. Is the, the most important that's thing. the big win. Like, I agree like with you. try not to get overly in, in your head about it. Like so many of us that have companies realize that we stood in our own way by waiting, waiting for some perfect alignment of the stars that will never exist. It's not going to come it, it, and you'll be waiting forever. So this is fantastic. Laurie Stack, uh, founder and president of LaunchX. Thank you so much for joining me on uh, Street Smart uh, Business Leaders. And I, I really enjoyed it. And again, we'll watch you um, and uh, follow and uh, we'll certainly get the word out uh, that this program exists and uh, try to send some kids your way. So, but thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Thanks so much, Michonne. Thank you so much for listening to Street Smart Business Leaders Powered by Cloud. Now, if you know someone who'd be a great guest for the show, please send them my way or have them go to cloudllc.com slash podcast slash apply and we'll take a look. If you got something great out of today's show, please let me know what you thought. Also, share it on social media and be sure to subscribe to the podcast itself. Again, the whole goal behind the podcast is to share experiences and insights so we can all develop and grow. So until next time, make every day your masterpiece. Take care.